Hey everyone, welcome back to the Fresh Take Podcast. We've had a hiatus here for a little while, but we're glad to be back with you. I know through sickness and Thanksgiving and Christmas and now the new year, and we've had a lot going on, but we're back. We're uh, looking forward to some really good content uh, this upcoming year. And today we get to start it off talking about new beginnings. That's right, we're going to be talking about your resolutions and if we should make resolutions and what those resolutions should look like and why maybe the big three of why resolutions end up tanking in the first month or two. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe to us wherever podcasts are being put out, especially on Apple Podcasts, we would love that. And make sure to check out our Facebook page, interact with us there. We would love to hear from you guys. Without any further ado, let's jump right in. Like I said in the intro, guys, it is so good to be back. Finally have a little bit of time to, to work on the podcast here and just um, have some new things, new ideas here at the beginning of the new year. But obviously, with every new year, it's like... We start out with best intentions, right? And so today we're going to talk about those intentions. Today we're going to talk about new beginnings and resolutions, right? The dreaded thing that we make every year. And like, I don't know about you, but like I get excited for the beginning of the year because it's almost like a a fresh page is being like opened on the book of life. I know that's a a bit of a reach, but I, I just, I really get excited about it. There's a blank page now for the year. We get to decide what we want to do, where we're going to go. And we have the best intentions to really maybe change the things that we didn't like last year or do stuff that's different. And um, so today we're going to talk about how, you know, a new year just brings new fire, doesn't it? I mean, it just really brings us new fire. We start making promises to ourselves and those promises come in the fancy word of a resolution. And um, I made a resolution for this show, actually, to have new content each week. And I hope I can keep that. Um, I know that like our lives get busy, but this is something that I really want to do this year. And so I'm going to try every Friday to have something new for you guys that we can uh, just, I can share my heart maybe, or just kind of share a series or whatever we want to do, but just making sure that each week I, I work towards having new content for Fresh Take. But um, I also asked, I asked you to make a resolution. And that resolution was to interact with us through our Facebook page, uh, promote us to your friends, send emails to us, wherever or whatever that may be. But we would love to see more interaction from you guys. Uh, Maybe thoughts on what you would want to uh, hear about or just any type of interaction would be great. Um, Obviously, we promote ourselves through you all. And so that's a big thing for us. But beyond the promotion, we really just love hearing from you guys. And seeing you guys interact with us. And so we would love to hear from you. I hope you can keep that resolution as I'll try to keep mine when it comes to the show. Now, let's talk about resolutions because there are so many resolutions, obviously, that you can make, right? And I've kind of, I've sorted them into categories here. And the first one that, I mean, everybody tends to think about is physical resolutions, right? Physical resolutions. And that could be to eat better, lose a little weight, exercise a few times a week, get outside more into the fresh air, things that'll help us physically. And so I think those resolutions are first to pop into our minds when we talk about resolutions, right? Trying to kick bad habits, right? Um, get get away from the junk food, eat, eat, eat healthier. And I mean, that's, that is such a hard thing to do. <laughs> like I promised myself 
and I promised myself that like in the new year I was going to eat better, that I was going to stay away from soda, that I was going to drink water, and if I was going to have coffee, it was going to be black. And like I, you know, I go into it with good intentions, and the second day in, I'm like, you know what? Like it's okay to have a little creamer in my coffee, or you know what? It's not that bad. One soda a day is not going to hurt me. You know what? That cheesesteak, I got the small. Okay, so like moderation, right? Like we we automatically start like kind of cutting our resolutions and, and compromising ourselves. But the physical resolutions are usually the first ones that we think of when we think of resolutions for the new year. Maybe it's a mental resolution, right? Maybe it's to watch less TV and to read more, uh, do crossword puzzles to keep our minds sharp, you know, less screen time on our iPads and our iPhones and all that stuff and away from our computers. Uh, again, to get outside more and just mentally clear your head. Those are all good things, right? Watch less TV. Like the big thing for me, and I told my wife this, is that I wanted to, when the kids go to bed, get away from the screens and just start reading more at nighttime and having quiet time to myself. Now, that hasn't worked really well in the beginning of this year so far, but that's my goal. I, I want to get to that. I want to be uh, a little more mentally restful. I, I want to rest mentally. Okay. And so that that's just some things that I had written down there. Also, we have social resolutions, right? We want to spend more time with friends and family and around positive people, or maybe to stay around positive people, we need to spend less time around certain friends or certain family. There's just, there's a lot that goes into social resolutions that you and I can make. Maybe we want to try new restaurants, a new new atmosphere. Or maybe we need to uh, find new friends, right? Make new friends. Those things, it's really hard to do today, especially everybody is so like, anxious about social distancing and I don't want to get sick and there's nothing else, no other sickness you could have but COVID right now. And so people are very on edge, right? And so we have to be careful. Like we, we should be making uh, social resolutions to make sure that we uh, are able to meet new people and, and enjoy life together, right? And so we make uh, social resolutions. And lastly, and most importantly, and the one I really want to focus on today is spiritual resolutions, right? We should be, as Christians, we should be making spiritual resolutions every year. And our desire in a spiritual resolution is to what? Is to be more like Christ. And so what resolutions do I need to make in order to be more like Christ? What is that going to look at? Do I need to pray more? Do I need to read my Bible more? Do I need to be more consistent at going to church? Do I need to be more consistent at giving? or giving cheerfully? Do I need to be more consistent at serving at my church, in my community? Those things, I think, are good spiritual resolutions. But all these resolutions, no matter how great the idea is and how well the intentions are, are all destined to fail for a couple reasons. And we're going we're gonna to call them the big three. Here's the big three uh, reasons why your resolution will fail, whether it's physical, mental, social, or spiritual. This is These are the reasons why these resolutions fail. The number one reason of failure that I see in a resolution is that the resolution is just too general. It's just too broad. Now, I'm going to focus on spiritual resolutions here, and you guys can focus on whatever resolutions you want. But spiritually, let's break it down like this. Are, are we going with good intentions? We want to pray more. We want to read more. We want to serve. We want to do like these things, right? We want to do something more in order to be more like Christ. But if I 
take on that resolution. And my resolution is, oh, I need to read my Bible more. That is such a general resolution. It's not a bad resolution, but it's such a general resolution that it's going to fail. Because number one reason I think people don't stay in the Word of God is because they either don't know where to start or they don't know how to read it or they don't know how to study it. And it doesn't become real to them. They don't know the context. They don't know any of that stuff. And so they're reading the Bible like it's a newspaper. They're reading the Bible like it's a, a novel. And that's not how you read the Bible. And so when I make the resolution of, hey, I need to read the Bible more, it's more than just opening up to Genesis 1 and trying to read all the way through Revelation. It's not going to happen like that. And you're setting yourself up for failure if that's your goal. You should have some kind of little goals that stack up to that giant goal, right? Like if, if your resolution's too general, you're not going to be able to see progress. If your resolution is too general, you're not going to be able to mark the ways that you've uh, gained confidence in what you're doing. So what we have to do is we have to make sure that every big goal that we set is accompanied by little goals. You can't just say, I'm going to read my Bible. How about you say, I'm going to start in this book, read this much a day, study this much, do and, and make little goals as you go. But the number one reason that we fail at doing this is because the resolution is just way too general. The number two reason of failure in resolutions that we see, especially in spiritual resolutions, is the resolution has no plan. The resolution has no plan. Now, this kind of goes along with number one, right? Because it's too general. You don't really have a plan going on there. And, and honestly, if you do not have a plan, if you're not organized in your resolution, you're destined yourself to fail. A goal that has no plan is doomed from the start. There's going to be no consistency. There's going to be no motivation. There's going to be no way to track to see if you're growing in that specific area. And so you have to put a plan together. Well, what does that look like? It comes with making a schedule and sticking to that schedule, not compromising, right? If you want to see results, like if you go to the gym, you can't go to the gym once a week, eat terribly the rest of the week and expect to see results. Oh, you'll see results, but they won't be the results that you want because you'll be going the opposite way. And it's the same way with your spiritual goals that we set for our life. We can't just depend on one worship service a week to be able to feed us and make us more like Christ. What we need is a solid plan, a solid plan that is set up in order for us to succeed every day, daily growing in the Lord. That's the only way you're going to succeed is if you have that plan and keeping that plan and not letting it be compromised by life. Listen, I know stuff comes up. I know stuff comes up in life, okay? I've got two kids, and I can assure you that most of my time right now is chasing my daughter around because she's learned to crawl, okay, and making sure that she doesn't fall and, and get a concussion. Like, that's that's like my my goal in life right now. But the thing is, we have way more downtime than I think we know. I mean, we say we're so busy all the time. We say we're doing all these things. But honestly, if we were to schedule and we're able to schedule every hour, every minute of our day, I think it would almost scare us how much time we spend doing nothing. Uh, how much time we spend like looking at our phones. How much time we spend looking at social media. How much time we spend literally doing nothing. 
And what we have to do is we have to set up a plan, set up a plan each day to block out a time, to block out a space of time in our day in order for us to be better at reaching our resolution. If you have a spiritual resolution to pray more or to read, what that comes with is you setting aside time each day to do that. I would encourage you to start it in the morning. I know a lot of people out there, 95% of you are going to be like, well, I'm not a morning person. Well, if your resolution is important to you, and it should be, then you will become a morning person. You're going to change the way you are and what you do in order to reach that goal. Or else that goal will not be reached, right? You're not going to be able to attain it. Because you want the destination of that goal, but you don't want to put in the work. It's like, I want a great prayer life where I know that every time I go to God in prayer, I'm going to feel his presence in my life, but I'm only praying 15 seconds a day and, and that's only during meals. Or, I, you know, I, I want to know more about God. I want to know what he's, he, he says through his word and I want to be able to be a, 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 a good communicator of that. But you know what? I'm only willing to... Uh, read my Bible for five minutes and have my phone on and constantly be distracted. See, that's that's not how it works. In order for you to gain knowledge in the Word of God, you have to study it. It has to be a focal point. In order for you to have a better prayer life, you have to pray. You have to write things down. You have to be organized, and you have to have a schedule. I'm not saying you schedule um, every minute out of your day. But what I am saying is you schedule out a block of time where you can sit down and focus on what you want to be better at. And if it's prayer, it's reading your Bible. You have to do that and not compromise. You have to have a game plan. Okay. If you don't have a plan, you're going to fail. It's doomed from the start. The great thing about giving you a, a plan and the great thing about being able to track your progress is it gives you motivation to see where you've come from. You're able to see where you've come from and how far you have come in that, in like a progression. And so my hope for you is that when you make these resolutions, when you start saying that you're going to resolve to do something, that you make a plan. If you do not have a plan, you are going to fail. And it's just going to be another year of doing the same thing. And then when December 31st rolls around, hey, how did that resolution go from last year? Ooh, I don't want to talk about it, right? But <laughs> there's a joke around my house, and I'll tell you about it. Um, 2020 Sam was supposed to be great. 2020 Sam was going to be better. He was going to have... Um, he was going to keep his emotions in check. He wasn't going to be impatient all the time. He was not going to always be sarcastic with his comments. He, 2020 Sam was going to be the man. But then 2020 happened, and 2020 Sam looked a lot like 2019 Sam. And then 2021 Sam, whew, let's not even talk about him. But 2022 Sam's going to be way different, right? And we, 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 we set that up in our lives, but it's just like, if I don't have a plan to be better, then guess what? I'm not going to be better. And by the time I get to 2030, Sam, I'm going to be like, wow, nothing's changed in 10 years. And that's a scary thought. But we have to make a plan in order to each day, each week, each month, be better and desire to be better because the whole goal is to be more like Christ. And if that's our goal, then we can daily, by the the actions that we make, the, the things that we say in our schedules, 
we can make that happen, right? We can make that happen, but it comes with really resolving and not compromising. So that was our number two uh, reason of failure. There's no plan. Number one was the, the goal's too general. But number three, I think the number three reason of failure is that there's no accountability. There's no accountability in our resolutions. Who are we accountable to? Well, we're accountable to ourselves. Well, that's not a great accountability partner because I can talk myself out of a lot of things, right? Like when I started going to the gym, you know, <clears throat> six years ago, um, when I started going to the gym, like it was great. I mean, I was going, I had time. I didn't have kids, I, you know, I wasn't married. And even when we got married, like we had time to, to go do these things. And, but the thing is like over time, when I, when I made, I wanted to make the decision to take better care of myself, it was like, I would go for a couple of days. And then afterwards, like, it's like, well, I'm kind of okay with the way that I look, you know, and looking back now, I'm like, oh my goodness, like what has happened to me? But the thing is like, I didn't really have any accountability for it. My accountability was myself. And I can easily talk myself out of not doing something. I'm great at that. I'm great at talking myself out of not doing things, right? And so, like, that's what we do. We, when we don't have accountability, we can just simply not go. And nobody's going to be like, hey, where were you today? And it's a great feeling. <laughs> but the thing is, we have to have, if we're going to accomplish what we want to accomplish, you have to have accountability. You have to set up a network of people with like-minded goals. You know, you want to make changes in your life, get around people that want to make changes in their life. You want to set up uh, like goals to be more uh, Christ-minded, get around Christ-minded people, right? Get around those people that desire to be more like Jesus. That's the only way that happens. You can't you can't say that you're going to be a like or a Christ-minded person and get around people that want nothing to do with Christ, want nothing to do with church. Good luck, because they'll be the first ones to talk you out of going to church. They'll be the first ones to talk you out of uh, following after God. Get around people. Make your your circle of friends the people that desire to be Christ-minded. I'm not saying that you don't hang out with lost people. I'm not saying that you don't... I. I have a lot of friends in my life that are are lost or they don't know Christ. But you know what the difference is? I don't let their um, influences on me influence my life, right? I don't I don't let that happen. In order for me to be Christ minded, I have to understand that the people that need to influence me are Christ minded people, not the ones that don't want anything to do with Jesus. I think all of us should have lost people in our lives because we should be uh, witnessing to people. But in order for us to grow, don't be influenced by the people that want nothing to do with Jesus. Be influenced by the people that love Jesus. Be influenced by the people that love church, the people that want to serve God, the people that want to see you grow in your spiritual journey. We have to have accountability, set up a network of people with the same goals. Have a good friend. Have a good friend. I have a great friend. He's joined me on this podcast before, Josh. He is a great friend to have. He is encouraging spiritually. He is encouraging to uh, send me little texts saying he's praying for me, or he shows me little things that he's been reading or sharing, uh, little things with me that you know he, he's found out in Scripture, and it's just really cool to see. But you need people like that in your life. And, and the big thing I think with this is, and I'm not very good at it, but we have to be able to accept the constructive criticism. 
or when we because that's what accountability is, right? It's holding us accountable. And so when they actually hold us accountable, we cannot be upset with them. We've asked them into this part of our lives. We've asked them to say, hey, you know what? Keep me accountable here. Hold me accountable. And so like if I'm accountable in my reading to somebody and they ask me, well, did you, were you able to read this today? And what'd you think? And I immediately go into the defensive and like, hey man, I'm way too busy for that today. Or hey, I, did, I didn't get to it yet, okay? Just give me a break. Like that's... That's on me. You know, that I shouldn't be upset with them for keeping me accountable. I should be upset at myself for not doing what I say I was going to do. We have to be accountable to one another. Okay? You have to have accountability. I honestly believe those are the three reasons why we fail. Our goals are too general. There's no plan, and there's no accountability. And if we would just flip the script, if we would set up little goals inside of our big goal so we can see steps that we're able to take, if we're able to put together a plan that says, you know what, I'm not going to compromise. I'm going to read at this time each day. I'm going to pray. Uh, I'm going to you know, keep a journal. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do things that, that give me a chance for success. And if we develop an accountability partner that not only keeps us accountable, but also pushes us to do better, I I honestly believe that we will see 2022 be a different year for us. But if we don't do those things, then this year is going to look a lot like last year. You know, my prayer for you guys today is this, is that you would find an accountability partner, somebody that's going to hold you accountable in a loving manner. I, I pray that you put a plan together and I pray that you start taking steps towards that resolution to be more like Christ. That is our job as Christians is to be more like Christ. So when people look at us, we point them to to the Father. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that this has been a little bit um, challenging. I hope it's been uh, easy to listen to. But you know what? I, I pray that in the next couple of weeks that you and I will go on a journey of just being more like Jesus and that we would see 2022 be the greatest year in our spiritual lives that we have ever seen before. Why? Because we were ready to put in the work. Let's do the work. Let's love Jesus. Let's love his people. Let's continue to be more like Christ. Guys, thanks so much for taking time to listen to the Fresh Take podcast today. We greatly appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that like button, share us on Facebook, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, and we look forward to sharing more with you next week.